When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's keep the news going. Sammy Edmund, SEN Chief Reporter, is joining us all year. I've missed you over summer, Sammy, although I've loved hearing you on breakfast. You've been doing a brilliant job, but uh, welcome back to this little slot. Great to have you on. Great to be with you, Dwayne. After one of the most amazing, gripping, astonishing, utterly brilliant test matches I've ever seen. I mean, Basball getting uh, a severe testing of its resolve. The best part about it was, Dwayne, they kept the foot to the floor. What an amazing test match it was. New Zealand just winning by one run, as you mentioned. I was absolutely gripped by it back here because the Kiwis were cooked. I mean, what a mm. fight back. I mean, they were they were under all sorts of pressure. They were made to follow on and how England might rue forcing them to do that. Also, the fact that uh, the visitors declared in their first innings as well. And yet, they were in a good position, weren't they, England? They were 5 for 80 at one point today, but they got to 5 for 201. And and I suppose, Dwayne, this is where, with Basball, you live on both sides of the sword, don't you? So Stokes yep. goes out to a crazy shot for 33, notwithstanding the fact that he was he was uh, limping around a bit. And then Joe Root follows with an equally um, equal piece of madness, really, for 95. So they're 8 for 251 when folks go. So... Nine down, needing seven. This is what Test cricket is all about. To think that James Anderson, at 40 years of age, the number one Test bowler in the world, as per the ICC rankings, has to come in and deliver with the bat. Now I know they call him the Burnley Lara, Dwayne, but this is asking a lot of James Anderson. <laughs> it was, and the field placings as well from New Zealand were intriguing because there was times when they wanted to give the signal, signal a sing, single, uh, times when they wanted to stop the four from being hit. And they bowled a little shorter than I thought they should have, but mm. they've got the last laugh. Oh, and, uh, like James Anderson at one point basically shuts his eyes and clubs one to the fence, mm. so it had everything. I mean, uh, uh, and then the ball that gets him out is the last one you expect. He's feathered it down the leg side. He'd be, he was spitting. But fair response from Neil Wagner with the ball. So he gets smacked, Wayne, for the most expensive spell in Test cricket history for a player who's bowled at least 10 overs. Now, he went from his 11 overs in the second innings of the first Test for 104 and he fights back here to take four for 62 in the second innings of the second test. He gets Pope, he gets Root, he gets Stokes, and then, as we said, he gets the match winner. He gets Anderson for this remarkable test win. In fact, I think Max Gorn just summed it up best on Twitter, Dwayne, with OMG Wagner. <laughs> hey, how often does it happen? Team gets forced to follow on and wins. Excellent question. It's only the fourth time it's happened in test match history. First time in 1894, second time in 1981. A lot of people painfully in this part of the world remember the third time it happened because it was at Eden Gardens when India were forced to follow on by the visiting Australians and that was the infamous VVS Lakshman 281, Raul Dravid 180 run episode where India got over the top of Australia. So only the fourth time it's happened in Test Match Cricket history and New Zealand doing it today to beat the visitors England by one run. What a match. Hey, you've been breaking stories left, right and centre. Are you going to break the Brisbane captain story for me today? No, we won't do that, Dwayne. But uh, obviously it's a choice, well, I would have thought out of three. Neil, Andrews and McCluggage as the front runners. No surprises there. They will make that announcement tomorrow, the Brisbane Lions, on on a Wednesday. Meanwhile, Chris Fagan saying he's confident that Dane Zorko, Dwayne, is just going to walk straight into a round one appearance without a preseason game. So confirmation out of the Lions today that the veteran will not play in Thursday night's match against Geelong. So he's got that hamstring problem he's coming up from. But 
I mean, he's had a full pre-season, hasn't he? He knows his body well. He's seen so much football, so you would have thought no problems for him coming straight back in. Not as promising news for their reliable defender, Darcy Gardner, at the moment is unreliable. So he had that shoulder surgery, or remember, over summer. Now he's got some ankle and Achilles issues as well. So he's definitely going to miss the start of the season up there. And other injuries are going to be a factor in this next week with a couple of games about to be played. And, well, you don't want any practice match injuries, which the Dogs got one or two last week, didn't they? Yeah, well, their their gardener's gone down, Ryan, at the Western Bulldogs. So he's going to miss the start of the season with an elbow injury. Now, the head of sports medicine, Chris Bell, down at the kennel, Dwayne, saying uh, via a statement moments ago that Ryan has sustained a small crack to one of the bones in his elbow. And uh, he's saying, Chris Bell, that the club has decided that the best course of action is to fix the injury and undergo minor surgery. So that's going to repair that piece of bone damage uh, this afternoon. So he's definitely going to miss the start of the season. Reinforcements, of course, coming through there in the form of uh, Lamb Jones. But Ryan Gardner is uh, absolutely one of their best uh, best defenders down in that part of the ground. So they'll be hoping he can be back sooner rather than later. You know about Jack Henry at the Cats. Unfortunate setback for him. Paddy Cripps, I'm told, okay. It's been a long time since the scan at Carlton came back clear, but it has done with that rolled ankle. So whether he plays Sydney or not, you'd have to say unlikely at this point, given he's had a full preseason, played a full game against Collingwood, the Carlton captain. You'd think they might just put him on ice for this final preseason game. They're still waiting the Blues on David Cunningham. Now, this could yet be a pretty big story. Uh, A luckless speedster he is. He's been injured uh, repeatedly in recent times. Now, there's concerns he may need a shoulder reconstruction off the back of that uh, dislocated shoulder, mucking around at training at the end of a session last week. Now, if that is the case, that's a, obviously anything up to six months out of the game. Same injury that Max King suffered in the preseason for St Kilda. So, fingers crossed to the Blues there for David Cunningham. And we know about Dyson Heppel reeled out for round one with that sprained foot as well. So, it's just that time of the year, isn't it, Dwayne, where you want mm. your, your teams to play well, to show a bit. You want the youngsters to come through. But, gee whiz, I reckon I speak for all of us, where most of all, you just want them to not go down injured. Yeah, which is uh, what this uh, next batch of games is all about. Let's hope they didn't go, don't get any major injuries. Sammy, I know you've had a long day. You, I heard you on breakfast this morning, so thanks for your work, and we'll talk soon. Let's talk tomorrow, Dwayne. Look forward to it. Sounds good, although I'm not on, Sammy. I think the cricket will be on about this time, but uh, I'm not sure what time the cricket starts exactly, but uh, I'm not on this shift tomorrow. But Sammy will be with you, breaking the news as he does at all times. 2.25, the broadcast. First ball from 3 p.m. tomorrow, by the way, of the cricket.